going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, it's our weekly Sunday Night Heat review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Over there is joining me is uh, the weekly, my main roster mate, Mr. Jose Osagata. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? And how are you doing? Uh, Live from San Jose, we have Heat, September 20th. Well, live, you know, live with a little asterisk, you know, I wish Mm -hmm. I I wish I had like a like the the was it Bob Madden, Steve Madden. No, not Steve Madden. No, that's just that's the clothing. John Madden. Madden. See, I was thinking the clothing designer, Steve Madden, Uh, Mm -hmm. John Madden, where he like drew on screen. I wish I had one of those. Uh, But live pre to tape or live to tape uh, from San Jose, California, Sunday Night Heat, episode eight. If you don't know. Now you know, uh, me and Jose, each week we review Sunday Night Heat because, you know, there's too much crap on the WWE Network. I think there's just too much stuff you don't need to watch, you know? Um, so it, we watch it for you. Especially when you when you want to you cringe out and you're like, why are they, like, rooting for this guy? Like, we're, we're right there with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Valvina sucks. We know. Uh, Sable yeah, uh, it is over uh, sexual sexualized uh, DX. Uh, their faces, but they kind of suck too. Even though X Fox seems like he would be nice, you know what I mean? <laughs> I yeah. don't know. And uh, Jim Cornette is a '70s manager staple. Oh God! And Jim Cornette is on this episode, so which you know, it, with 2020 eyes, I'm like, ugh, Jim Cornette. But I can also say, whoo, how refreshing, Jim Cornette. Uh, I will say Jim Cornette on this episode. Yes, he was a breath of fresh air, uh, especially next to Shane McMahon and eventually next to Vince McMahon uh, replacing Jim Ross. Um, But before we get into all of that, don't forget to like, share and subscribe at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Keep up to date with us and all the cool stuff we post on Instagram, things we don't talk about on air, Uh, you know, and we do other shows besides this. Something called The B Show. It's oh, where, show. It's where me and Michael Vergara review NXT and AEW Dynamite each week. And uh, yeah, we talk about them both. We talk about the news and uh, keep you up to date with everything going on. So check that out and check everything else we do out on every podcast delivery application. Click that little subscribe button, the bell. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and do all of that. And um, yeah. So yeah, can I just say I'm eating up all that e- AEW stuff? That stuff is just gold. AEW. Yep. Yes, that's I, what I. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, oh. you did. You did. Okay. Uh, I was just making sure. Uh, I um, I, I love AEW, and also I there's something about those toys. I want to get my hands on one of them eventually. You know, I, I, I'm mm-hmm. every day I'm checking the Walmart website. I'm like, do you got one? I saw one of them had a Cody recently, and I was like, do, should I drive to was it like Martinez for a Cody? <laughs> Uh, I, if I have to pick someone up from jail, then mm-hmm. maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, and the Cody might not be there by the time you get there. I know, that one sells out. Uh, anyways, nonetheless, check us out on every podcast delivery application, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that good stuff. All right. Yeah, Chris, Chris Jericho action figure staring at me right now. <laughs> A little bit of the bubbly. Uh, so we kick it off with episode eight, like you said, from the Shark Tank. I do love this because um, I watched the Monday Night Raw leading into this because, like, you know, it's from the Shark Tank, you know, home of uh, such recent events as TLC uh, 2018, uh, mm-hmm. Extreme Rules 2017. Um, one, you know, one show better, definitely better than the other. <laughs> I will say mm-hmm. that. 
uh, including what they did with the women's championship. I'm not mad. I didn't pay good money to have a ref call me. For more on that and Corey's take, check out episode seven of uh, City Wrestling Radio Night Heat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, uh, Shane McMahon. We are Shane Watch Day Number Eight. He is there eight weeks strong, uh, alongside, like we said, just starting this episode, Jim Cornette. Who would have thought? You would you would have thought that Jim Cornette got to sit next to um, Jr. But instead, we get Shane McMahon with Jim Cornette. Well, Jim Cornette what? was kind of a. I I believe he could do play by play. He could do color commentary. Uh, Shane was more color commentary. Well, there was no play by play, standard play by play guy for this episode. Yeah, um, yeah, no, because you would see Shane try to be like, oh, look at him hit that, that nice suplex, that slam. Oh, what he say? He said, oh the, that's a triangle reverse chicken wing. Ain't that right, Cornette? He was like, yeah, 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 you're, you're yeah whatever. Right. I don't care. Uh, oh, there we go. My Cornette, my, I, I, I'm, I'm harnessing it. Okay, that's so uh, we kick off the show <laughs> with a complete, and this is why I had to go back and watch Monday Night Raw last week. So... A mankind comes out and he's joined with Ken Shamrock and The Rock. Mind you, this is pre corporation days. So yeah. this isn't The Rock and uh, Mankind as a tag team. This is The Rock and Sock Connection. Uh, Shamrock is just there for some reason. Um, so what I found out happened is um, so this is, like I said, this is Mankind versus Dustin Reynolds. Shamrock yes. and Rock, they want their hands on Undertaker and Kane separately. So they know. Was there a reason why Shamrock? Because he, Shamrock just came off of Shamrock Stone ruined Cold last his, week. his title match with Stone Cold Steve Austin on uh, Monday Night Raw the week prior. Okay. Okay. So he wants uh, Undertaker. I believe Rock wants Kane um, separately. They never really got it. So they know that Undertaker and Kane, I don't know if you're still following me, are. I'm trying going after trying. mankind. So mankind's kind of like the bait, but they're okay. like, you know, they're still trying to use, like they're still trying to protect mankind in a sense. And how, how tell me about the rock again. Why is he involved in this? Oh, didn't he have, Oh, he has beef with Kane because of the Delo stuff. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that just, that led on and on. <laughs> and even on Monday night raw, when Shamrock, he, he got involved. So it was eventually Shamrock and the rock and mankind in the ring on mm-hmm. raw. Right. Uh, so, like I said, it's like somebody hit the randomized button on WWE 2K20. Um, D- Dustin uh, uh, seems like he, uh, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he wants to be there, though. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's selling like mental issues. Uh, mankind brings him back into the ring. Uh, well, no, he like keeps running out of the ring. He's like, I don't, I, I can't do it. I can't get in the ring and fight you, mankind. I'm having mm-hmm. too many issues with my life. And, and my man- wife is doing porno movies. With Val Venus. And uh, so I, in tw- from tw- looking back in 2020, I thought Retribution was going to make their debut. I thought they time traveled for a second. For a second <laughs> there, I was like, did Retribution go back to 1998? Because yeah. the camera you, just... You color bars and stuff, right? Color bars. The camera cuts all over. the. There's a part where there's like 50 different camera cuts. Mm-hmm. So even Shane and Coronado are pointing out, well, let's go. Oh, anyways, let's just keep going. The director must be drunk back there. I will say this. Shane did sell it pretty well. With finding out what, ha- what was go- actually going on and it wasn't technical problems, mm-hmm. I thought it was legit like, wow, these guys are messing up a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just like, there was just so much like going on. I was like, ugh, this is not a good look for them. 
Yeah. Uh, but back to the match, we have a double underhook, a DDT to Dustin, followed by the Mandible Claw. We get the submission victory with the uh, Mandible Claw. Uh, although with all the stuff happening in the match, it was another two out of ten in my book. It's a bad match. Uh, almost nothing happened. And uh, the whole Rock and Shamrock thing, it was weird. Um, uh, then Shane and Cornette are breaking down the card, and Mankind's theme is playing under the um, what when they're breaking down the card. But it's not just like sh- Mankind's old theme. For some reason, it was like some class. Because remember when he joined, the- when he first was with Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon tried to like class him up and was like, wear a button-up shirt. That's mm-hmm. why he started wearing that shirt. And then he started coming out to like classical music. Remember this? Yes, yes. So they're Especially playing his book. They're playing this classical music underneath, and it was just so distracting. I just, I, I thank you. The, the iPhone is, you know, a good example. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, but it was, just, you know, it was one of those things that I was just watching. I was like, no, oh my god, what know, is that? I, what is that? Yeah, no, I thought that um, before, like when he first came out as mankind. That his whole thing was he would come out with this one music and then he when he would finish the match, he would be like in a state of like euphoria and he would play this other music that you heard in the background oh. this Sunday night. So that was probably originally his his uh, entrance and exit gimmick. And then they went away from it when he put on the button up and the tie. And maybe since he was getting away from Kane at this time, they went back to that. Yeah, but yeah. For how long? I don't know. Yeah, uh, they're like I said, they're breaking down the card, music playing the background, distracting. After the after this though, Val Venus comes out on on the ramp. He goes, Dustin, life got you a little down lately. Oh my god. Well, don't worry because you're not alone. Your wife goes down as well, and then like. He introduces the world to his nil his new film is called How Terry Got Her Groove, which mm-hmm. I did like. The, I did enjoy the title. <laughs> I won't like yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when I heard that title. I was like, that's that's kind of funny. Um, how do people cheer for Val Venus? You know what I mean? Yeah, he just coveted somebody else's wife. <laughs> yeah, he literally just cucked the man, and mm-hmm. and everyone's supposed to be like, oh, you suck, Dustin. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Like and he and he put it on film. He put but Dustin on blast and he's taking advantage of this his is the second issues. time this has happened because this happened to Yamaguchi son. Mm-hmm. You know? It, and isn't Val's penis supposed to be chopped off? Yeah. What what happened? I mean, maybe it grew I back. Make it work. Maybe it grew back. Or maybe these women are having sex with a deformed penis. I they don't know. Chopped off. One inch out of the ten, or maybe, it, maybe, yeah, maybe it looked that good that women are just like, it's cool, even if you chopped half of it off, it's still right. I don't know. He had glasses and he took them off, so he only circumcised me. But first off, he's 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 not a great person, and mm. secondly, his character is a porn star. Uh, and thirdly, the- he smokes like three packs a day, does he? Well, by the way, he talks. Hello, <laughs> he um, ladies. Yeah, and in, in his storyline, is he he cucked the second another man in WWE. So. Yeah, and we don't know how many more there is to come. So <laughs> see what I did there. Uh-huh. Uh, um, next up, we have Michael Cole with the brothers of the, the brothers of destruction, the Dead Bros. And uh, Cole asks them what their business with Vince is. Uh, Taker responds, "Why does everyone feel necessary to anger Kane and I?" 
Mm. Yeah, you're, you're, our business deal is that uh, is just that a business deal. If Vince was standing on here on fire, I wouldn't throw scalding hot water on him. I was like, oh, damn. I love Taker. I love Taker. I love Taker. Taker's Man, really good. This guy, <laughs> just that line alone. If if Vince McMahon was standing here on fire, I wouldn't throw scalding hot water on. Oh my god. Yeah, that's yeah, just like. Um, I wonder if they have like videotapes that they send to the performance center. Like, look at underground, look at um, Heat from '98. This is the Undertaker. What do you guys think? Yeah, discuss. Uh, so, if you didn't know, um, Vince McMahon made the match for September 27th. Undertaker versus Kane versus September 27th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kane versus the Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. Although there was some caveats added to the match, there was. Kane can't pin the Undertaker and the Undertaker can't pin Kane. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, Taker then warns Shamrock, the rock and mankind. And he says, and then he says, tonight we face DOA. And to me, DOA stands for dead on arrival. I'm like, well, yes, Taker, you are correct. That is exactly what it stands for. This is not just to you, but it's like medical code, yes. I know. I think their actual name were. Wasn't their name, though, Disciples of Apocalypse or something like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, in... in... No, no, no. DOA is going way too far. (laughs) Dead on arrival? No, we can't cross that line. Or no, Undertaker's like, when I read the medical terminology book, I saw DOA, and that's what it said, so that's what I'm going with. I'm not saying Disciples of Apocalypse. That's crazy. <laughs> Where's Sarah? We got to get out of here. Hmm, get your minute. get your lady weights to get out of here. Disciples? Hmm. Apocalypse? Uh, hmm. Uh, Ministry? Hmm. Uh, mankind, The Rock, and Shamrock all attack out of nowhere. Back from the break. Uh, Vince McMahon is, uh, he asked Mankind. I love this Vince McMahon right here, too, because he's such a consoling Vince McMahon. Like, he <laughs> seems like that boss that's like that wants to help you, but, like, you can't help yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Vince asks, what, what the hell are you doing? What are you thinking? I have plans, buddy. Mick, right now, uh, the only way you need to do is leave the arena with the Rocket Shamrock with you. And, uh, oh, maybe, Vince, maybe I need to leave the arena. <laughs> maybe I just need to go after Kane. He goes, no, I have plans. Oh, okay, I'll leave, and I'll bring them with us. I don't know why my mankind sounds like Shaggy. <laughs> no, no, no! You, you got it. Shaggy's a little more. There's more trembles in his voice. Yeah. Hey, Scoob. Yeah. Uh, no. So that, and I love this because Vince is just like, I know, I know, I know, mankind. I know, I know. You deserve better. I, I understand. Do. It's okay. We'll, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Right. Right, so. no, the the mankind ad libs are just stuff of gold right there. Oh, dude, mankind was so good on the mic. Yeah, the, the, and those the ad libs that are just very tiny and just very, you mm-hmm. know, like responses to Vince's reactions. Oh, my God. That's please, somebody cut a promo like that. Uh, then we have uh, something that you might not want to take a look at. Uh, Luna versus Jacqueline, uh, um, which I mean, it was I had to look at my score real quick. It was a decent match. It, it was. Luna was ahead of her time. That's the one she thing. Was so good. Luna, Luna was they, good. Then they, yeah. And, then and Jacqueline was thing. good. Jacqueline was good, too. Yeah. Um, but they do that thing where they try to sex up Luna, you know what I mean? Instead of her being who she was back in the day. It was 90. Yeah. I, I, they, I don't agree with it nowadays looking back. Yeah. Um, and then they paired her with the oddities. And, you know, w- once Sable came into the mix, it, it looks like they gave her 
they gave Luna all these weird like uh, uh, singlets that that yeah. are like you know ass floss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, I think they did that with a lot of women. It didn't go. It didn't go right. Yeah. I feel like they had a surplus of them, and they were like, "Well, <laughs> women, everyone pick a color." Yeah. And uh, yeah, because I think Jacqueline got the red one. Yep. Luna got the white one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who got a purple one. Maybe I. I think Ivory got the purple one eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sable stayed with you know nakedness and just finger paint well the thing is is that and they pointed out on the show is that uh, sable wasn't a wrestler and everyone looks back like oh they're like oh sable remember sable like she yeah, mm-hmm. she was trained eventually but she did not start as a wrestler she came no, in uh, yeah, as a valet yeah. to mm-hmm. mark marrow you know what i mean she was mrs elizabeth the whole way yeah. <laughs> exactly and then she eventually she learned how to become a wrestler so i think a lot of people be like oh remember sable wasn't she so good i mean like yeah. yeah, and according to Kayfabe, Sable was the most She had a big storyline. She she was like, if you compare on who's the more powerful woman in the oddities, it was Sable. Oh, yeah. She was the leader. She <laughs> was ahead of uh, Luna yeah. Vachon yeah. from yeah. the famous Vachon family, by the way. I would love, by the way, if the oddities would come back and join the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, with like Alexa Bliss, uh, Bray White, and the oddities. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. That would be so good. Especially okay, well, we can't Big have, Silva. Uh, no. Yeah, he's not around anymore. Oh, no. he's not? Oh, damn. No. Um, well, you know what? We had uh, we have Luna and... Uh, I, Ooh, I, we can get the, the great Kali. There you go. <laughs> he just comes out. Everybody come see the great show. <laughs> uh, I believe... Isn't Luna passed away too? Or no? Am I wrong about that? Luna Vachon? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't want to speak ill, but maybe. Hmm. Anyways, uh, Jacqueline takes it to Luna, and uh, there was a lot of Irish whip spots, though, in this match. I feel like the entire match was full of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we had a face buster to Jacqueline, a Luna bomb to Jacqueline. That's what they called it for some reason. It was kind of like a Sable bomb, Sable mm-hmm. bomb, but um, yeah. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, unfortunately, we are right. Luna Sean did pass away in 2010, so RIP Luna. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a bummer. So she was married to uh Gen Grell. Did not know that. Wow. Did not know that. Uh, Jacqueline locks in the figure four to Luna. We have a submission, uh, Jacqueline over Luna. I give this match a five out of 10. It wasn't a horrible match. That's enough. It wasn't the notes I wrote. I, it wasn't horrible. I remember, man, this great. is on the heels of, uh, the divas being, um, you know, the center of attention. So this is actually a pretty good women's match for that, for the time. Yeah. Uh, Sable comes out and she is pissed. She's like, Jackie, Jackie, don't you leave. Damn you. <laughs> he comes back and goes, you don't tell me what to do. Like, it, it's funny. <laughs> you just came out. It's funny because she's yelling at her. Like she just stole this victory. She won mm-hmm. fair and square. Clean, clean yeah. finish. Jacqueline won. She, um, uh, ja- she says, Jackie, get out here. And that's when you were like, you were right about that. Though Jack comes says, don't tell me what to do. Even though she does come back she out. You don't tell me what to do, but I do it. She says, if you want, she was, she was, I'm not here to, to talk about any evening gown matches or arm wrestling matches. She says, I challenge you to a good old fashioned wrestling match. Hopefully it won't be like, um, like, what do you call it? Edge versus Randy Orton at backlash. Mm-hmm. But Hey, she says in a wrestling match, you have to pin me. And that's when Sable says, Oh, I can pin you because you're so good. At getting nailed so much. 
I swear to God, Vince Russo has a fucking book that is 101 dirty jokes and innuendos. And anytime something sexual comes up, he's like, oh, I don't even think they needed it, dude. I think at the Nate. time they were just like, someone said pin. They were like, I'd pin you. <laughs> like, oh, nails. You know, like you, <laughs> yeah. you ever nail her, you just pin, you just pin her to the floor. You know, just something mm-hmm. bad. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like that was just like rampant in the locker room. But you're right, yeah, though. Vince yeah. Russo was the uh, definite uh, be-all, end-all, as WWE writing was. So, uh, Next up, we have DX versus Jeff Jarrett. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? So I guess this means that Jackie lost the evening gown match she on did. Raw? She did lose the evening gown match on Raw. Because remember, um, we got that challenge out on last Sunday. And uh, the one thing they did, for some reason... Uh, during that evening gown match on Raw, um, they were like, wow, we don't see many evening gown matches. We did have a tuxedo match in 1995. I'm wow. like, why are you guys showing clips from three years of Harvey Whippleman versus um, Howard Finkel in a tuxedo match? What? Yeah. Ooh, was that one of those celebrity <laughs> matches at Mania? No, this was on, I think, on Monday Night Raw, because this was like Ugh. a regular, I, yeah, this was Monday Night mm-hmm. Raw, because Howard was wearing um, underwear that said Raw on the butt. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which I kind of want. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I want. Uh, which were I, they Speedos? Tidy whities No, they were just, oh, they were like tidy whities but they were red. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I could probably make them myself. I mean, it is San Francisco. I could probably find them anywhere here. You know what I mean? There's dozens of places where I could buy mm-hmm. uh, custom-made apparel. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 2020. Go online. There you go. Uh, DX versus Jeff Jarrett and D'Lo Brown and Owen Hart. What? Uh, okay. So, yeah, sure. Okay. This is the night of completely randomized uh, tag because it's just okay. Um, so Jeff Jarrett was fighting X Pac. We know that from the lumberjack match last week. Um, that we talked about. If you didn't watch it, click the link above. Um, so then D'Lo. And Owen Hart, they just—I don't know. Uh, because yeah, because D'Lo just got off uh, some heat with. Uh, I know Kane, Jeff Jarrett. I know Jeff with Val Venus for fifty-two weeks. I know Jeff Jarrett took out the Road Dog the week before with the guitar to the throat. That's sure, why when he's they... been beefing with DX, that makes sense. Yeah, um, Owen Hart, I believe. Oh, he had a match for the Intercontinental Title the week prior with Triple H that he lost. So. Okay. Okay, it kind of all adds in together, I guess. I don't know. My friends don't like your friends. Yeah. Uh, Triple H does the Are You Ready promo, adding Jim Cornette to it, like you were saying earlier in the show. Yeah. And- I, I have a question about that whole DX suck it thing. <laughs> sure, let's Triple talk H- about DX sucking it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Triple H comes out and he does his spiel, and his his opening spiel is... Are you ready to suck it? And the whole crowd goes, yes. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happens. And then at the very end, um, uh, you know, the badass, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. And then the crowd, suck it. So it's, it's like either guys. suck it or suck it. Pick a lane. <laughs> so they were like, hey, are you ready to suck it? No, well, like, well guys, suck if it. If you're cool, if you're cool, you love sucking it. And at the end, if you're not down with us, if you're not cool like us, go suck it. See, like, wait, they, wait, wait. What I heard was, do you consent? 
Well, if you don't consent, <laughs> you're getting it anyways. <laughs> yeah, 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 that too. Yeah. Ah, 100%. Yeah. Gee, Christmas. No, I, I totally took the fucked up deal here. No. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I've thought about that for years. I was like, that doesn't really make sense. But, and especially everyone's yeah. cheering like, yeah, we are ready to suck it. I want to suck it. Say, yeah. There's yeah. like, there's like grow, which in the nineties, which I really feel like there was probably a slew of men that went to these shows that were like, I would never be caught dead with another man. But then they go to the show and they're like, yeah, I'm ready to suck it. Yeah. Especially you, Triple H. Especially yeah, Triple H, I'll suck it. Uh-oh. Oh, he's showing his butt again. Isn't that crazy? Ooh, uh, X-Pac is humping some guy's face. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so then uh, Cornette then says, uh, he goes, well, that is true. Uh, I have been in the wrestling business before Triple H, and I'll probably be involved with it long after he's gone. Yeah, mm, fucking uh, right. Yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Let's look back now. Um, yeah, I think Triple H got the upper hand on that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunn and D'Lo start this match. There was a weird... Oh, this is when all the weird video transitions started happening on the screen again. Mm-hmm. A famouser to D'Lo. Another another technical glitch, and Cornette and, uh, called out Kerwin Silfies. Is What's Kerwin Silfies doing back there? Is he taking a nap? And, um, Ooh, and that one at one point, Shane blames uh, Hawk for directing. Is Hawk back there directing? Oh, that's bad. I didn't even hear that. Uh, yeah. But do you know who Kerwin Silfies is? No, who's that? Uh, he is a longtime director of WWE, and he directed, mm. I believe, a lot of the WWE home videos. The Coliseum videos? Yeah, and uh, he actually, I think he just got let go about a oh. year ago. Okay. So... Uh, well, they just laid off like 80 people, so okay. And they're cutting more as we speak. Well, maybe yeah. not as we speak, but uh, DDT to Triple H by Owen Hart. Uh, they cut to a picture and picture where it's just the same picture. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you would see me twice just talking and, like, be like, what'd you think, Jose? And it's just you see me looking at myself. And now, yeah. uh, then we have the multicolored striped screen, uh, spinning heel kick break or spinning neck breaker, not a spinning heel breaker. That doesn't mm-hmm. exist. A spinning <laughs> neck breaker to Triple H. Although, although uh, I'm down to create that. It sounds pretty cool. A spinning heel breaker. <laughs> Someone needs to create a spinning heel. I'm looking at you, Steven Tresaro. Uh, Trips uh, twisting his knee going down. Then we have a uh, constant camera cut. Like, literally, the camera cuts were like one, two, three. Like, somebody was just like, bam, 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 bam. Because it, mm-hmm. it was so, it was annoying. Like, I yeah. almost gave up. I almost said, I'm not doing this. <laughs> because it was just that annoying. I was like, who, who is doing this? Yeah. Uh, where is retribution? We have a pump handle slam to X-Pac by Dennis Knight, recreating uh, the scene from a week earlier, setting him up for D'Lo Brown to hit the frog splash. D'Lo gets the pin in the win. Um, I give this match a four out of 10. What the fuck is going on? How many different uh, storylines were involved in this match? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and yeah. with the constant camera, and not cuts. only not only storylines within the wrestlers inside the ring, but with you know what's going on outside in the, the ring production, production truck, tr- yeah. yeah. And you know it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like wait for a calmer segment. Like, uh, oh, Jackie Luna, that would have been a perfect place to put. There you go. See, uh, well, you know they had to they had to get in that line about pinning her and nailing her. Mm. She's so good at getting They're nailed. nailed uh, yeah. yeah, so that they couldn't they couldn't obviously do it there. Uh, we cut back from break, and uh, we're in the production truck, and we see Al Snow is in the production truck what? for some Where's reason. He been? So that's the reason why we've been having technical difficulties. Uh, then we go to Edge versus Takamishinoku. 
probably match. What did I give this match? Uh, no, it was not the match of the night. Uh, uh, Taka is wearing his uh, his WWE tights again uh, um, because I always thought this was funny of Taka. He had the WWE logo on his tights. Yeah, that's, which, what, they do, do, that's what they do to generic international wrestlers. Sounds like which I I kind of get it because that's how you punish the guy Jin. No, no. Okay, so. I think in a lot of other countries they have there's like there's a lot of some people will have like sponsorships and things like that and especially in the rings like if you notice New Japan Pro Wrestling they'll mm-hmm. change the center of their ring or the sides of their ring it'll say a different sponsor you know mm-hmm. um, which I I like that I like sponsorships in the on the ring mats you know I think it's kind of cool uh, I I'm also cool with the playing ring mats too I don't really mind them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what he was going for. And I think they were like, well, you can't really use any real logos. The only logo you can use is the WWF logo. So he was like, all right, whatever. I'll use that. And there, mm-hmm. or WWE, WWF could have been using that logo for when they sent him out to like, when they lent him out to, that's true. Yeah. To triple a. Yeah. Or to like, uh, CML somewhere in Japan. or yeah. new Japan or all Japan. They did have a pretty good uh, working relationship with CMLL. Was it triple a or CMLL? I believe it was. CMLL. I think WCW did. AAA no, I, I know. Okay, yeah. They did CMLL. I believe so. Yeah, I know they yeah. had one with with one of them at the time. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, and if you send them out over there, that's you know self promotion at its finest. Yeah. Let's see. Where are we? Uh, so Edge begins to strike on Taka, and we cut backstage, and uh, security is leading Snow out of the ring, and we cut back, and the match is pretty much over. Downward spiral yeah. to Taka. Pin win. Two out of ten. Uh, Kai and Tai begins to beat down on Edge. Gen Grill comes out for the save. He tells Edge to come home. He's like, huh? What are you talking about? So, you talking about? yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's like, hey, the Sam Trans is leaving to Santa Cruz. <laughs> There's this guy, Christian, that's working with me. I think he said he knows. He, he owns a van. He'll give you a ride at, <laughs> if, if you don't make the 10 o'clock bus. There you go. Uh, yeah. So that was, I mean... It was a segment. It begins again, grill and edge and the whole uh, brood uh, thing. You know, that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, then we have Al Snow uh, being arrested by the police. And uh, for some reason, instead of taking him to a police station, um, he is dragged to the center of the ring like San Jose police do. Apparently don't get arrested in San Jose, apparently, because they bring you to the center of like they bring you to the person that you have committed the crime against and let mm-hmm. them do whatever they want to you. And you never take the cuffs off. This is bad. Uh, so Sergeant Slaughter, he's God, my, my throat is already so shot for the night. And, and I love Al Snow too. Uh, uh, sorry. So he's, he has head, his mannequin head behind him. And uh, he, Al Snow's good uh, at this. Role Cause he's sitting there. He's just like talking to the head while he's holding it behind him. But Sergeant mm-hmm. Slaughter thinks he's talking to him. He's like, oh, you're sniffing my butt. <laughs> and and Sergeant's like, I'm not sniffing your butt. What are you talking about? Sorry, I can't do full Sergeant Slaughter right now. My throat just no, will no, not no. allow it. Uh, he says, no, no, no. Even Sergeant Slaughter cannot do Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, he's in the ring. He says, why don't you get just Why don't you get it, maggot? Nobody wants you here. Uh, Slaughter says, tomorrow night on Raw, I challenge you to a boot camp match. And if you win, if you win, you're reinstated. And then Sla- Sergeant Slaughter, the um, not... 
I don't know what he is technically, uh, but oh, he's the commissioner, the commissioner of, Was of he? yeah, he's technically the WWF okay. commissioner at the time. Uh, he begins beating down on Al Snow, a handcuffed Al Snow in front of the police. Jack Tunney never did that. Jack Tunney never. Well, Jack Tunney was the president. He carried himself in a oh, very yeah. presidential way. You're right. You're uh, right. The commissioner, I mean, boy, oh boy. Look at the other commissioners we have. William Regal. Uh, by the way, I watched uh, the Monday Night Raw and the week prior, and we had one of the real man's man, Stephen Regal, video promo. Mm-hmm. Oh, my That's God. His hand in his back. Well, yeah, and he's like chopping wood. He, he's a real man. He does everything by him. You know, things like, oh, it was so oh, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I wish we would have got that on Sunday night. I hope we get some real man's man, Stephen Regal. We should pretty soon because I don't see how that can survive much on Raw. Did you hear the thing about Vince McMahon recently? He said one of his favorite wrestlers that he's ever loved, like he loves, he just out loves to watch, is William Regal. That's one of his favorite wrestlers of all time. He's a fan of the old school, man. But Vince knows that William Regal's style of wrestling will not draw the big bucks. Mm-hmm. You know? So if it's not money, then it's nothing. Yeah. If it's not money, it's going to be f- funny. You know what I mean? I think that's mm-hmm. Vince's motto. You know, oh, yeah. if it doesn't just draw money by what well, it is. We'll make it money by adding a few laughs. Yeah. Trick uh, Maverick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here. Here's here's a uh, thing. Nailing with jokes. A joke about somebody nailing somebody. Oh, oh, sable. Huh. Uh, then we go to uh, DOA versus BOD. We have the Disciples of Apocalypse versus the Brothers of Destruction. Uh, so Vince uh, joins Kane and the Undertaker at ringside. He joins the commentary team. And I don't know what the fuck was going on with Jim Cornette and Vince McMahon. But I felt like Jim Cornette was laying, saying some stuff that he probably shouldn't have been saying. On, on the mic because um, he was just like, oh, hey, Vince, you never come down for me. Hey, how's it going? How are you, how you doing? And Vince, oh, how you doing? How you, oh, Shane. How you, oh, oh, oh. And him and Shane have this whole, like, you could tell Vince is like, uh, Shane is just trying to do, thank you, sir, for joining. Like, he shakes Vince's hand at one point, and, mm-hmm. and Vince is just like, that's my boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but And Cornette sticks his hand out there like, hey. Shake my hand too. Yeah, no, he doesn't. I don't think Vince likes Jim Cornette very much. Uh, no, no, he just had him there because he knew how to get uh, angles over. Yeah, uh, Vince. So he's on commentary, and we do get a little very old school Vince uh, commentary. So that was that was cool. Vince is always that good on nice. commentary. He's it's, Vince has always been really good on the mic as an announcer. Always in well, general. Now today, oh but, yeah, you know, in the heyday, he was one of the reasons why WWF became WWF because they had a very entertaining commentary crew. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if, which one was which, but I'm just going to take assumptions here. I'm going to take what my notes say me, uh, Kane and skull, uh, begin this match. They go back and forth, exchanging the shots. We get a double boot knocking each other down, which Kane goes, look at that double kick or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a choke slam to eight ball skull breaks up the count. And then, um, eight ball hits like a reverse pile driver to Kane, which I was mm-hmm. like, Jesus Christ. Can, these two guys, they are almost as big as Kane and Undertaker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like no. And and when he did that pile driver, they cut the Vince and the announce crew, and you know how I was kind of sloppy. Vince was like, like you see his face, like oh my god, he almost killed Kane. Yeah, and this is and after. He, oh, back to character. Back to character. Yeah, and this is after. Oh my god, and this is after. Um, what do you call it? The uh, Owen Hart Stone Cold Steve Austin neck mm-hmm. break. So. 
You know, yeah, he probably got freaked out. A lot of people say that after that, there was no more pile drivers. That's not true. We are still seeing pile drivers being done in the WWF in 1998. And so, tombstones, which are, you well, know, okay. sketch too. Kane and The Undertaker are allowed to do them. Mm-hmm. They've always been allowed to do them. That's their thing. They always will be allowed to do them. Everybody else, though, like nowadays, nobody mm-hmm. gets to do a tombstone or a pile driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, except unless it's a Canadian destroyer, which for some reason Vince doesn't consider a pile driver. I don't know, man. Um, and yeah, I think it's because the recipient the, the, does all the moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all on the recipient. Yeah. Uh, Kane gets up automatically, hits a tombstone pile driver, and <clears throat> gets the pin in the win. And uh, I don't remember who he pinned. It was one of the twins. I don't know. They're both big and bald. And one of them had a had a bandana on at one point, but then it got lost. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Even Shane at one point was like, I, I think that's Skull or, or Eight Ball. I, I don't know. And uh, this match was a six out of ten in my book. It was it was pretty good. Um, mm, showcasing yeah. uh, uh, which the name of that Vince is giving Taker and Kane in this. The Brothers mm. Grimm. Uh, I no. vaguely remember this one. Yeah. Yeah. But it's wow. Yeah. Um, Brothers of Destruction. Uh, dead Bros. Um, you know, whatever you want to call them. Just not total carnage, not uh, the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Ooh, Mark and Glenn. <laughs> oh, there's Mark and Glenn coming down to the ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe that's what that, maybe they'll start a, a tag team on the independent circuit. Oh, my God. It, it's the dead man. It's Mark. And he's the demon from hell. Glenn. <laughs> oh, my God. I could have glasses on. You know, um, yeah. Oh God. Okay. Well, you know this this whole show. It, it while it wasn't the greatest of shows, you know what it did do. It actually made me want to watch Raw. So I think I might watch it this weekend. Which one? The one after or the one before? The one after this. Yeah. Well, the one after it. I believe it's a good promotion for Raw. I believe because next week, uh, yeah, next week, September twenty seventh, is uh, this. That's the go home shown for. Uh, in your house, well, it's technically in your house breakdown, but they're just calling it breakdown. And I believe this is where they start. They're like, you know what? They said in their house a couple times. Did they last week? Oh yeah, last week they did. Uh, I I believe though this is one of the ones where they're going to stop using they it start, in your house. You know, they're like let's just let's just call it breakdown. We don't. Yeah, what the hell? We don't need to call it in your house. I mean, we know we know that we're in their house. They know we don't need to keep telling them. Yeah. So I mean, all right, cool. I'm down with it. Um, I mean, I, I haven't even looked up all the matches for, I don't even want to look up the matches for breakdown. I just oh, well, see. you got Jackie and Sable in the legit wrestling match. That's true. Uh, you have Stone Cold Steve Austin versus uh, Undertaker versus Kane. Um, mm-hmm. you have, I don't even, I'm trying to remember how that match ended. I don't remember. Um, you have the rock maybe breaking up, right? Yeah. I believe, I believe he's going to leave the nation at that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, he has yeah, to. I think so. Um, we'll have to look it up. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we could look it up, right? I mean, that's, uh, we should probably promote next week's episode. So mm-hmm. WWF, uh, breakdown. Let's see. 1998. Uh, I'm not gonna look at reviews, but we're going to talk. We're not going to, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the matches. I wish there was just like, um, you know, like just telling you like, Oh, this is, uh, uh so we have, Apparently, oh, on Heat, we're going to have uh, the Oddities uh, versus uh, Mosh and Thrasher. Or so, Golga, I'm sorry. And it's a singles match. It's an Oddity singles match. We're going to mm-hmm. have the Hardy Boys. Oh, the Hardy Boys. What? Uh-oh. 
Uh, they're going to take on Kai and Ty. DOA um, uh, in a handicap match against Billy Gunn for some weird reason. Hmm. Uh, Owen Hart and Edge. Al Snow and Scorpio versus Too Much. Uh, you spoiled it. So he beat Sergeant Slaughter, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, who kind of knew where that was going? Uh, Mark Merrow and Draws, Bradshaw and Vader. Oh, oh, that's going to be a slobber knocker. Uh, oh, Ken Shamrock, um, in a, in a, uh, number one contender match. Oh, so it's a triple threat. Number one contenders match, a steel cage match. Uh, the rock, Ken Shamrock and mankind. Okay. This is all on heat. So, oh no, no, no. Sorry, this is this, oh, is, no. this is breakdown. This is breakdown now. <laughs> okay, when did it become breakdown? The whole thing was breakdown. Uh, the first match of breakdown is uh, Owen Hart and Edge. Okay. Uh, Val Venus versus uh, Dustin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, DX versus uh, in a, in a six man tag versus uh, as you may guess Jeff Jarrett and Southern Justice, mm-hmm. and then. Um, Oh, yeah, and then the main event. Uh, sorry, I just saw that result. Uh, now I know what happened. Uh, then it's a triple threat match. It's The Undertaker versus Kane versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. It's a triple handicap match. It's a triple cap match. Or, uh, or, or handy threat. Handy threat match. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It is what it is. But you know what? We're going to watch all of it and we're going to tell you everything that happens because that's what we got ourselves into and for some and reason we're doing this for you just and, for you and for some reason I'm a completist so I would feel like it would just be like gnawing I, at the back of my head if we don't complete this mm-hmm. so we're in it for the long haul oh my god but you know what we're going to it'd be great if we stop at 30 and you're like but we're almost there I'm like uh, I'm like Carmen with the come to the way come to the way come to the way give me <laughs> Uh, anyways, guys, that about does it here for us. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And, you know, I'm, t- I'm telling you too, Jose. Uh, I did. Okay. Well, if you did, then you at home, like, share, and subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on every podcast application you have. And, um, yeah, we'll see you later. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.